Get ready and tune into the Doctor's Guide Podcast, raw and unfiltered, a unique platform to help you optimize your health through dynamic role-playing, real-life challenges with expert guests and your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. Hi, Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide Podcast, raw and unfiltered. And what do I mean by that? Well, this is the place where we get to have these honest conversations that we otherwise wouldn't have to serve you in order for you to better navigate your own health journey. The challenge that we have today is that there's so many products and services out there. You know, how do you get to choose? And so rather than promoting a particular product or a person, because there are so many, I would rather share with you the process by which you can make better decisions for yourself in order for you to optimize your health. And what does that even mean? Well, that's even beyond prevention, right? You know, our, our conventional medical system is geared to, you know, treat the diseases, you know, after they actually occurred, right? Obviously, with either, you know, pharmaceutical interventions or surgeries. You know, what if there was a process by which you could learn how to navigate your own health in such a way that, that you don't even need these interventions? Clearly, sometimes you do particularly with one of my guests today, who's exceptional in, in his ability to readjust your structural integrity so that you've got a better health uh, journey for yourself. So how does it work for today? Well, basically, we're going to do some role playing. And so after I've done the introductions, the role playing is going to happen for about six minutes. One of my guests will show up with a problem. And this may be a problem that's personal or one that they're very familiar with, but nothing's fabricated. This is real stuff. And the other will be the guy to help them get to some sort of resolution. So as the listener, lean into that process, you know, relate to the problems and have the empathy for how things are showing up for this particular person and see yourself or someone else that you care about. Now, one thing is true about this is that we get to have conversations that we normally wouldn't have on these podcasts. And so you might actually get triggered. And that's also precisely the point. There's no judgment here. And the triggering, the triggering is the specific process or tool that we sometimes need to actually get out of our comfort zone and find the freedom that we want. So I wanna welcome Mr. Chad Cooper and Dr. David Thunder, both dear friends of mine, both incredible human beings that have helped me in so many different ways. And I'm going to start off with uh, Chad Cooper to introduce himself, then with uh, Dr. David Thunder, and then we'll go into the roles that we play, and then about a six-minute role play, and then we're going to unpack it all. And ultimately, my hope is that you come with a very specific insight or a distinction that will serve you and a next action step that you can take. Chad, thank you so much for today. It is always uh, a, a time well spent. And let me let me start out, Dr. Rademacher, with, you know, you and David tolerating me on a daily basis. You're the real heroes here. So uh, I think the audience really has a, a right to know that um, out, out of the gate. But it, the, the raw and unfiltered, the unfiltered is obviously um, a strength of mine. And, um, you know, I'm working on that. But we could talk about our professional backgrounds. What I love about this program is that it actually supports my personal mission and agenda in life. And that is to create more impact than I take out of this world. And that is not an easy statement to make because 
we take a lot as human beings, right? And so I, I think what's important important for me in this, um, and really part of, of my philosophy in life is you've got to give in order for yourself to have abundance. And so I appreciate this platform to be able to, to share this with you and David and, and the listening audience, because I'm hoping that we can contribute to something that gives them a tool to navigate life, maybe a little bit happier, a little bit easier, and, and um, maybe an extra tool to uh, put an extra step in, or what is the extra kick in their step or something like that? Spring, so, spring. That's spring, spring, it's fall, so it didn't come to me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Chad, and as eloquent as you always are, David, uh, thank you for joining me today and just a brief uh, introduction about yourself. Thank you. Um, and you managed to trigger me within a few seconds of being on the call because technically I'm not a doctor. <laughs> and the one time I found myself in a court case was when on accident, a an article had mislabeled my title and that ended up taking me to court for false advertising, which was something I was unaware of. So just to be clear, my name is just David Dundon. There's no doctor at the front, um, but I do hold a degree in various things. And I've been working in healthcare for 32 years. And the thing I've really been looking for is tools and techniques to help empower people to optimize their own health. I mean, my real happy dance is when people don't need me anymore. Like I actively try and get to a point where people are empowered with their own health and they become you know, their own coaches, their own doctors in certain ways for the things that they can manage themselves so they don't have that dependency. So, yeah, I'm really excited just to share some of the tools of how, how I've done that over the years. So, yeah, and thank I, you for having me here. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I was really also conveying the esteem and respect that you deserve because your contributions are exceptional and your, your insights and your tuition is, is quite amazing. And so my hope is that you know, people will learn from you and you'll be able to teach many others your gifts because our world uh, needs them. So thank you, uh, thank you for that. And thank you for the correction. Um, <laughs> by the way, so Chad, um, are you the one presenting within a challenge today, a health challenge? I'm the one with a lot of problems, Bert. Okay. Uh, that's, that's I don't know that we've got the time, but uh, we're, you know, um, David has neither the time nor the crayons to explain it to me, but the audience might get it. So we're going to give it a whirl here. Okay. Um, in short, <laughs> I am proof that you can put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Okay. I am a, an accomplished physical history of regimental Marine of the year of major sponsored Ironman triathlete of blah, blah, blah. And it cost me um, about eight years of injury, learning how to walk, surgery after surgery, et cetera. Um, on top of that, then my wife was overcame a severe um, illness during COVID. She had a, a uh, reaction to the COVID vaccine, which shut down our autoimmune system in short. And so we're not shy of challenges. And the, the the, the, the challenge, the question I have for, for David is we love the, the, you know, the analogy of you can't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. He's broken that analogy and proven that it is possible. Between you, David, in, in Norway, um, 
they are rarities. And so the question is, is why is this such a rarity or anomaly in Western society? And that's the question for you, David. And, and, and some background to that is two hip surgeries, hip replacements, snapped Achilles heel at the bone, which was what the, the single most traumatic injury I think you can have in the human body. A, a hip replacement was walk in the park compared to that. Shoulders, you name it. I've, I'm, I'm competing with Evil Knievel. My wife was on, I, I had been in a process of accepting she was going to die and coming to terms with that end of stage, that's where she's headed. And then we went and got help, help that is not covered by insurance, help that is not talked about, is considered taboo in Western culture. So when I look at this, this David, I struggle with, okay, what does insurance cost? right? What do they cover? Second is, is my doctor supposed to know more than me? He's the, he or she is the expert. Third is, um, we are supposed to be the most advanced health in, in the United in the world. And we're not. And why should I trust somebody? Because so let's say I, I decide to go with the other alternative, then I have to go through the labyrinth of finding out who's full of shit and who actually can deliver right? Who has great intentions, but has poor judgment and who actually can deliver on the next wave of root health versus symptom? Why is this so hard, man? <laughs> There's a lot to unpack all in, all in that um, conversation. Sarah, we've got six minutes. Okay. Wow. Here we go. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you, read out a list of symptoms there for injuries from your Achilles to your shoulder to your hips. And we could have addressed any of those individually if we'd wanted to. So, okay, well, let's start by having a look at your Achilles tendon. Let's start by having a look at your hip. Let's, let's look individually at each of these areas, which generally is how the medical paradigm works in the States. And when, when I first started seeing you, I had the body of what, an 87 year old? Like I would describe your neural age of an 87 year old, but it was interesting. So <laughs> the first thing we had to start with you is when you described who you were and how you moved, you described it as if you were still the Marine, as if you were still the kind of like award-winning Ironman. And you had a... a <laughs> what you saw was a train wreck. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> the the, the perception of yourself, the identity <laughs> that you had. I was like, okay, so I was listening to all the things you did and we were tallying up with the injuries and we hadn't, we hadn't created a, a measure at this point. And like the first thing I said to you once we'd just taken in all the information, I was like, okay, great. Show me what you can do. <laughs> first, the first test was to stand up out of your chair. And I thought, oh, <laughs> this is going to be a long assessment because you couldn't really get out of your chair. But your identity and the perception of where you were wasn't even close to the reality. So first of all, we had to create a measure of like, what is your body doing right now versus what you perceive it to be doing? And when we look at the human body, so we look at injuries, for example, if you look at the musculoskeletal system, the traditional paradigm is you'd say, okay, you're getting back pain. Let's look at the back and let's look at the muscle. This muscle's a little bit tight. This joint is restricted or whatever. Let's do an adjustment. Let's maybe stick a needle in here. 
but it isn't really looking at it in terms of the whole ecosystem and really what the hierarchy of the body is. So when you look at the hierarchy of the body, when it comes to pretty much every system until you start talking in terms of the quantum field, which I'll stay away from for right now, but when you're talking about how the body works, hierarchically right at the very top is the central nervous system. So, yeah, let me pause you for a second because yeah. that really frustrated me because I was used to you need surgery, you need pills, and you need to settle, yep. right? How many times at your age, based on the abuse that you did to your body, all of these things of give up? And you were like, let's go over here. I was like, what are you talking about, man? Yep. It was a complete step away from what I was expecting or used to. Well, there is a moment where like, you're challenging people's beliefs where they've had maybe doctors in white coats with lots of letters after their name saying that it's just your age, that this is surgery is the only way and that well, your life is just going to be narrowed from what you want it to be. Like there's certain things you can't do. So there was a kind of conversation we had, which I'm like an English version of, um, who was it, Morpheus in The Matrix, where we had this moment of like, would you like would you like the red or the blue pill said in an English accent, of course, where we're going to actually take you down a rabbit hole, which is not what you think it is. <laughs> and it's going to challenge every one of your belief systems to take you down this route to really explain and where we search for what are the root causes. Not just, OK, you've you've ruptured your Achilles. Well, therefore, it's an Achilles problem. It's like what led you to that point and what's stopping you from regaining full mobility and functionality what's stopping you from running what's stopping you from getting in and out of a chair and how do we kind of unpack that and take it down to a practical action so there's a lot of complex information so basically what you and I spent a lot of time doing was mapping your central nervous system challenging you with what the reality of what that is and then breaking it down into okay here's a lot of complex information now let's simplify what your next steps are. We've set a goal of where I think you can be, which is to reverse your neurological age, which is to get you running, which is to get you sprinting, which is what we achieved earlier this week, right? Yeah. Things you you didn't believe were possible anymore. I said, okay, this, these are a little way away, but right now we're just going to simplify this and take it back to like, okay, let's see if we can get you doing this one little marker. And then we're going to stack and we're going to layer. And here's the process. So you're just going to have to just trust and just focus on the distinctions that your body starts to make as we go through this process. And I, what comes to mind is the old adage, you don't stop playing because you grow old. I grew old because I stopped playing. And I remember the, you know, I don't know how long ago it was, maybe a year, not even a year ago. And I said, you know, I, I'm never going to run again. And I started running. Then it was, well, I can't sprint. And you went, no, based on what you're doing right now, you have zero resilience in, in spring. And I'm like, yeah, that's just the way it is. And you went, no, I'm going to connect you with somebody who's going to teach you how to dance and be really silly. And a lot of this was trust. But a lot of it also, talk uh, for a second about um, the autonomic nervous system, because Without that, I don't think any of it is just completely absent in any conversations today. 
so the brain's primary function is survival and safety. And congratulations, you're here, right? You've made it. <laughs> but what can happen with certain events, whether it's an injury to your Achilles tendon, or whether it's emotional trauma, or whether it's a combination of things, or just the stresses of life, your body can make some decisions based on that safety mechanism, which regulates the autonomic nervous system. So the autonomic nervous system has two primary modes, which is the fight, flight, or freeze response, or the kind of rest, digest, and heal. And what can happen is if, supposing, let's take something really simple, an ankle sprain, which is one of the most underrated injuries that there possibly is. Because what happens with an ankle sprain is you sprain your ankle, often within like a few days, the ankle's not painful anymore. So we now just carry on. But actually what's happened is that the pain mechanism has caused the brain to reduce the range of motion to the ankle and turn down the speed and dull the sensory map to the brain of where it is in space. And it's subtle, but it's moved in. But because the, the pain has gone, we're no longer thinking about it because it's no longer at our forefront. So the brain don't, doesn't have any evidence that this ankle is safe. So that mechanism, that limiter around the ankle, that dulling of its awareness and timing has moved in. And it will stay like that until we die. Unless, unless we use the wonderful laws of neuroplasticity and have the ability to map what's missing and then give new evidence of safety new old evidence of safety to that area and recondition the central nervous system. And then the nervous system will go, oh, actually, yes. <laughs> okay, you're telling me this ankle is now safe. Wonderful. Let me increase the range of motion. Let me increase the power output and let me increase the speed. So now when we're running, the contact time and the elasticity off the ground has come back. Now the range of movement, the variability, which is something we lose when we're old, that we, one of the biggest fears when we age is the fear of falling. And it's really a choice. Like in the UK, we draw old people with a stick leaning forward. And that, that's really because they've lost their sense of interception, that sense of awareness of where their, their body is in space. And that's something you can condition. That's something you can work on through life. So as you get older, you don't have to succumb to walking with a stick and losing that relationship to gravity, which is really one of our biggest adversaries that we, we face in this life. Right. Well, we went over time because it was so valuable information that we were sharing. So I'm going to wrap it up here. And starting off with Chad, you know, briefly, what was that for you? Hope. Um, I know how many people are out there because I, I see them on a regular basis. And then when you, you actually learn this, can't unsee it in other people and so for me it's a combination part of both hope and frustration because there needs to be more of these resources available and frankly it's hard to to navigate to find them the, the second i would say in that is um identity and I don't know David's perspective, but I, I think still holding on to this, I am somebody who is capable, even though my body wasn't reflective, my identity was supporting the willingness to do the work to get back there and, and realize if I trust the right people, you can't put the pieces back together again. So to me, it, it was a courageous journey of hope um, 
courage and an identity that allowed me to leverage the tools of others. Yeah, and I want to uh, have chat, um, uh, David answer in a moment, but I, I just also want to honor you as an example, as a model for others as to what can be done and the successful results that you've acquired. And we'll dive into that in a little bit. So, David, what was that for you? I, th I think I would start with the identity piece. So Chad held the identity of who he wanted to be. And it starts there because actually that's part of the central nervous system. Like if you have that awareness, that person calling you, the, the ultimate version of you of who you can be, and you really hold on to that, you can create your own reality. And having the right tools, it's just really a question of just applying it. The human body is capable of some of the most remarkable transformations. So like having that hope and questioning any decision that doesn't align with that ultimate version of yourself and then seeking out the right teachers because in my 32 years in the profession, like I still don't know what the limits of the human body are and I've seen miraculous transformations. So it's holding on to that and seeking out truth, seeking out the right information, which is why I like the premise of this podcast, which is not about any individual or selling a product it's about sort of like sharing within those ecosystems and that that knowledge share and finding the right people that are right for you in that moment and being able to dance between the worlds to to create incredible outcomes well you truly are a gift in, in so many ways and actually so are you chad by the way i can't leave you out <laughs> um and here's the truth and and i can safely say this because I've been trained in conventional medicine and I trained for 17 years um, and I've been a plastic and reconstructive surgeon for the last 25 years. So I very well understand the dynamics of our conventional medicine and also recognize that it's somewhat antiquated and rigid and <clears throat> not willing to change. And so while conventional medicine has many answers, it does not have all of them. And that's why we need to step outside of it. But we also need to start thinking differently. And as a listener, perhaps you understand now from David, a completely different approach. And when you think about it, you know, it's in a different way. And I'm going to translate this for you. And it's simply this, is that our bodies, 70 trillion cells, is actually a very complex self-regulating system of, of networks and systems that have um, limited, uh, relative limits and absolute limits um, within that. So what does that really mean? Is that everything's integrated together. And so by focusing on one element alone is not the answer. And what's central to all of that? Well, it's basically a very sophisticated communication system. What do we understand as the central nervous system? Well, that's a very sophisticated you know, communication system. So we talk about identity, which is key, because our identity is, is basically, you know, the driver's seat of everything in our life. And if we don't change our identity, nothing changes. So I don't want to get into the weeds too much. But what I do want to say is this, is that we have to rethink the, our approach to our own health and finding the true artists in optimizing health, like David Thunder himself, Chad is also one of those artists in a very different way, more in what I would say our brain intelligence, which is also a critical component. But here's a truism that, that I frequently state and upsets many people. 
And that is, is that we no longer have an excuse to be sick. And the truth is, is that the information is out there, the technology is out there, the people out there. Now it's up to the consumer, you, the listener, to take those steps. Granted, it's hard. You got to find the right people. You got to find the right teachers. But they are out there, and that's also the purpose of this this podcast to bring to you these kinds of individuals that can support you and guide you. So, David, um, like to hear from you your perspective, you know, as the kind of work that you do, you know, and how you came about, you know, acquiring this, and what you would say to people once again as to you know how they can get access to this kind of thinking that's not conventional medicine, but certainly solves a lot of problems that conventional medicine can. Okay, so I guess the first part to that question is when I was 13, I was mentored by a well-known osteopath in the UK and his client list was was huge like his, his waiting list was long the days were intense I remember we would start at 5 a.m in the morning and finish around about 8 30 at night without really a break and at 13 that, that was a lot I can tell you and at the end of the the time there he sort of offered me some work in my weekends and in my summer holidays so by the age of 19 going to university I'd already seen 20,000 people through his system and I had a, a wonderful time, saw some great healing journeys, but here was the, the splinter in my mind that was already starting to form that really agitated by the time I was at university, which was people would feel better. They would come in and they would have their treatment and they'd feel great and, they'd be, and wonderfully appreciative of the work. And then two or three months later, they'd come back and they'd want the same thing again. And great, let's do the same thing again and let's have this wonderful conversation. Now we get to know each other a little better and time passed and I got to know some of these people spectacularly well. I was like, this is great, but why aren't they getting better? Why Why not really? Like they, We're pushing the iceberg under the water and then it seems to be reforming and we're good at pushing it down for quite a period of time compared to some of the other people I can see around us, but it keeps coming back. So the splinter in my mind that formed was why? And that why is still the question I search answers for, which has led me down many different rabbit holes of understanding. So the first big jump I made was really understanding uh, neuroplasticity and understanding how the central nervous system works and realizing that if you want to create a change with, say, musculoskeletal pain, you need to change the basic habits that lead you there. So if we were just talking about how do people find someone, say, if they had reoccurring back pain? The sort of questions you want to be asking is like, okay, great. How do you think about this? Like, is it you come in and you do to me? Or is like, what is my responsibility? You want someone that is looking to empower you with the tools and the knowledge to not need to come back because you don't need to be in a cycle of having treatment. That's, that's a choice. If you have the tools and the knowledge, you can get the body into this incredible, like you said, self-regulating ability. The body shouldn't have reoccurring pain. Um, 
if if the body is able to balance itself. So it's looking for those factors that can balance itself. So it could be through the lens of movement. We could watch Chad walk up and down and say, okay, do you know what? The injury that you've forgotten about is this. And that was when you were four years old and that's still leaving a pattern. And then we can see that there's some fixed trauma that's being held in your thoracic rib cage. So let's give your body new evidence of safety and let's reintegrate that. So that could be one, one lens at which we look at. Or then we can start using some other technology to start looking at what your cellular voltage is and why your cell voltage is low, or if there is, I don't know, um, some longstanding virus or bacteria or a problem with the gut biome or problem with the vagus nerve that is downregulating the function of the stomach, which is there from, so you start to kind of go broader in your lens as to what is stopping the body from self-regulating. And then you give it the evidence and the tools. So I would it's complicated, particularly in the States, to recommend because when you look at the conventional, here's, here's the big problem in the States that I would say is the major challenge that is faced is insurance. So if I were to work under the insurance banner in the States and Chad had a shoulder problem, but I could clearly see that his shoulder problem was a compensation from, say, his left hip and, and ankle. Oh my goodness! That's what I'm compensating for. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not allowed to look at that. I'm literally only allowed to look at the shoulder. So it doesn't actually allow me to think in that kind of holistic way where I'm looking globally. Let alone some of the other things I've just mentioned. I would only be able to do like a standard musculoskeletal treatment for the shoulder, which is often a huge compensatory mechanism for the rest of the body. It's often used as a counterbalance um, for a number of other things. So you, you you want to find people that can think and are allowed to think expansively. And one of the things I'm very good at is knowing what I'm good at and what I'm not so good at and where my edges are. And I don't have any ego on where those edges are. And I, I actively seek out where my weak links are and will then find people who are exceptional in those roles that can bridge. So you want someone that also isn't attached to client ownership that will work collaboratively and dance between the worlds. Um, so yeah. Well, beautifully said, and I'm going to have Chad, you know, follow up that in a moment. But the, what I'm also hearing you say is that it is about not limiting ourselves to one item, one diagnosis. It's a very complex system that we have every single day with our 70 trillion cells run by a central nervous system and any experiences you've had in the past, even the ones that you've forgotten. And you certainly brought that up with me in the past and with my ankle, by the way. Was it? <laughs> yeah, so it's absolutely true. And so unfortunately the system is, is uh, functioning in these limited silos. They're not communicating with each other. And so for anyone, <clears throat> you know, our body has the capacity to heal itself. Our body has the capacity of reversing all these, you know, chronic and debilitating and potentially um, incurable diseases. And that's absolutely true because it's proven over and over again. You, again, you have to find the right people who are willing to be open-minded and be collaborative with other practitioners and, and not limited to what is being told of them. And so that's what I absolutely respect of you. And this is actually my mission, by the way, and just a, a brief promo on the work that I'm doing is helping doctors reimagine the business of medicine, as well as bringing new brick and mortar solutions to people so that that can open because ultimately, if you're not healed, regardless of insurance or not, it's going to cost you a lot more. And so it behooves you to invest in your own time 
And that's entirely up to you. And that's a different conversation. Chad. Uh, I'm going to take a different approach on it to, to maybe give people a, 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 an understanding. It wasn't a linear path, but it did begin from a path of Newtonian science that was then complemented by quantum. Okay. If you really want to know where it's going, David, like, wouldn't go there because it, it's so, it, it is so <laughs> complementary. You need to, to integrate both. But for me, it began with first getting a WC, WBC panel, right? What white blood count? And that's where you said, who cares what's in your serum? What's the cell actually absorbing? What's it consist of? And what I realized was I had some deficiencies. And so we corrected that. The second then was understanding that my cells themselves were kind of like a raisin and I needed some quantum science to rehydrate those cells so that they could actually take in the, the, the vitamins and minerals and that they could take in the work that David was doing to be receptive and hold that work. Then the third in there was the actual, what I'm gonna call the, the, the magic of David, which consists of really looking at, no, it's not there, that's a symptom, here's the root in, in following that trail, which required some patience, okay? And then as, as David pointed out, and, and we were sharing this the other day, is the most important piece, and David talked about this is identity. From a motivation standpoint, Bart, it's really difficult. You can say all of that, have all of that available, Okay. But from a motivation standpoint, it's really hard to be motivated unless you're a clear on where you want to go and clear on how you're going to get there. And that path isn't clear in medicine today. Okay. But stacking on top of that from a hope perspective and identity, it's nearly impossible to have hope unless you see a future A that you want and being a belief that there's a path to get there start there, right? You have to have and hold the responsibility. Don't pass that to the medical field or to a doctor. Don't pass that to your, your family. You have to take that responsibility. So if we look at the Latin origin of responsibility, who cares whose fault it was? What is your response ability to get to the finish line? And that begins with, with an empowering identity. And David was, was so gentle. You were so gentle in helping me go one more step. And I'll tell you, it was humbling. It, it's been really humbling. When, when you stood on podiums and now you're having a hard time stepping up on a four-inch block, it's humbling. But one step at a time. And surround yourself with people who support you and you will get back. I'm in my 50s now, and I tell you what, man, I can, I can hold my own with with my uh, son who is loves to to torment me. So, don't give up. If there is a path forward, and find out, you know, it begins with this this conversation with you and saying, who can you connect me with? That's your mission is to connect these qualified practitioners. Yeah, that was very well said. And again, it's identity, it's responsibility, having a clear path forward. And my hope is through this podcast series that we actually achieve that. And you know, some people may indeed be triggered. And but for many, if you break through that that emotional barrier that's limiting you, you'll find the answers. 
So last word for uh, you, David, and, and how can people best uh, find you? Just the last word for me, just one of the, the people I work with alongside Chad also is, um, is a, a performance coach who's amazing. And she helps. The reason why I, I do that is because the biggest piece I realized is you need to have that identity piece. You need to be ready for the change. And that's the, that's the work. First of all, you need to believe it's possible. So like, I don't know whoever is going to listen to this, like digging in there, like tap into that belief, that little voice inside of you that it's possible and don't stop. Look for solutions, look for answers um, and take responsibility, take the steering wheel. Um, and how do they reach out? The easiest way is actually um, we have an email. Um, I'll send you all the details and just message uh, my assistant and we can get you on the calendar to have a chat like here's the thing i think you're taking in what 2032 is your next availability something <laughs> like that yeah like i don't have much availability but here's the thing like i'm happy to speak to anybody and like <laughs> i don't do sales pitches because I, I really don't have a shortage of people to work with but i'm completely unfiltered that's the, the jamaican in me my mother's my mother's from the island you know and i will send people in whatever direction I think is the right one for them. And I'm very blessed with my network of, for want of a better word, wizards that have like escaped the matrix and have gone down various rabbit holes of truth. So yeah, happy to have a conversation with anyone about like where they're at and what, what direction they can go in or make connections or help them if I'm the right person. Uh, thank you for that, Chad. Uh, last word and how do people get a hold of you? Sure. Uh, last word is health is a state of body. Wellness is a state of being. Go for both. Go for dinner and dessert. Maybe start with dessert. Um, reach me is easy. Chad at chattycooper.com. Uh, I've been blessed. I'm at a stage of life where I actually feel like for the first time in my life, I'm really semi-retired and uh, I'm about creating impact. And so uh, for me, it's about the ability to serve you, that you're willing to do the work, right, and, and that we can create positive change. And if that's something that, that you're committed to, um, I'm extremely empathetic and compassionate on the people, and I'm brutally hard on the problem. So <laughs> if that's something that, that you're uh, looking for and, and, and you're committed to that, then uh, reach out and let's have a conversation, see what I can do to, to support you. Well, I appreciate both of you, both wizards in your own right. And the, the truth is, is that yes, you can't help everyone. And the truth is, is that certainly directing uh, people to other people that could absolutely help them because there are enough people out there in this world that you know have your skill set, have your talents, have the abilities. But ultimately, it's that identity that you have and the choices that you make into wanting to be healthy because those solutions are out there. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide podcast, raw and unfiltered. And I want to thank uh, both you, David and Chad, for an enlightening conversation. And my hope as the listener that you can now make some decisions as to how you want to approach those health practitioners out there and potentially find some new ones that will absolutely serve you so that you are actually symptom free. Thank you so much. And I'll be back. 
Thank you for listening to The Doctor's Guide, an innovative approach to help you navigate the complexities of your health journey with Dr. Bart Rademacher and his expert guests. Tune in to more insights and action steps in our next episode every weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern.